Welcome to Coaching Through Cancer, a show for partners, spouses, friends, and family of those fighting cancer. Daryl Taylor is a certified coach, a widower, and father. He knows firsthand the struggles that spouses and families go through after a cancer diagnosis. If you're in the battle of your life, you are not alone. This is the place for you. Hello and welcome to Coaching You Through. This week's episode, I want to talk about Stoicism a little bit. Um, I came across a Stoic quote and it reminded me um, of something. The quote was Amor Fate, right? And what it translates to roughly is love where you are, um, love your circumstances, love why you're here. There are many principles uh, in Stoicism, and um, you know, there's a lot of famous quotes that get bandied about um, uh, with this particular philosophy. Um, it's incredibly practical, um, and it's very much focused on how you view the world, what your framework is, what you focus on. And for me, it's very much in line with coaching, right? Um, a lot of the uh, the various elements and principles of stoicism, you know, give you some pointers on how to focus on life or a circumstance in life in this case uh, from a little bit different perspective that actually gives you more power over your own personal situation um, simply by how you frame it. And um, it's practical. It's not uh, one of these things where it's, you know, just a a nice sounding quip and it's like well you know how do you do it so today I want to talk a little bit about both I want to talk about the frame of mind around this particular concept in stoicism or morphate and um, a little bit about how to do it okay so um, yeah the 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 main pr- principle with this particular um, uh, principle is is not to sort of be in a state of mind that says I give up, right? But to be in a state of mind that says things are not happening to me, but they're happening for me, right? Whether it feels or looks like it's good or bad, right? It's happening for me. One of the ways it was put in another um, uh, book on Stoicism was treating each and every moment no matter how challenging, is something to be embraced and not avoided, right? It's the idea of leaning in. It's not only to be okay with it, but to love it and be better for it, right? And this is no easy task, depending on the situation. Um, You know, you can easily look at sort of a job situation where, you know, someone's working there and their boss is awful and the employees are embroiled in bitter inner rivalries, right? And it's just awful to go in there every day, right? And how do you love that, right? Um, Well, it's not so much going in there and looking at all these people in all of these ugly situations with new and fresh loving eyes. Um, What it really is is saying, this situation's awful. I know it's awful. Why is it awful for me? What am I supposed to learn 
What can I learn? Um, what can I do, figure out that I want to take with me to the next thing that I do? What things have I learned that I don't want to take with me? What have I learned about myself in terms of how I can perform under pressure, right? What have I learned from myself about how I can maintain my own values and personal alignment, ignoring what other people are doing around me, right? So that's the idea. It's that subtle shift that allows you to see other facets of the same situation that you might not see until many years into the future, going back with hindsight saying, I don't know, I missed an opportunity, right? So, so yeah, when you do that, it becomes like oxygen to a fire, right? You know, obstacles and adversity actually become fuel for your potential, right? In coaching, we hold that your circumstance is neutral, right? And we even phrase it in a way uh, that is sort of stripped of all, um, you know, loaded phrases or, or, or value judgments. And we say it has to be something that could be provable in a court of law. So another example I would give you is, for, for this one in particular, is that um, someone at work, the same job situation, said something about you that upset you, right? They said this person always, this person nevers, and, and um, you know, insert uh, in the blank whatever you want to say. And you found this very upsetting, makes you angry, and now you don't want to work with that person or you don't want to go into their office or whatever it might be. Right? In coaching, we would say, not that someone said something bad about you, but that someone said words. Right, And then what we try to do is we try to figure out what are your thoughts about those words, right? Um, and how does that make you feel, and how do you show up after that, and what happens because of all those changes, right? your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. And if you can't really understand what you were thinking, because some oftentimes it's buried somewhere in your mind amongst all the other 60 or 65,000 thoughts you have a day um, and so one of the ways we can sort of try to access that is to work backwards by saying okay well tell me what you felt and what kinds of things would you have to be thinking to feel angry to feel frustrated right that what they said is a lie would that make you angry Right. So so in that way, we can kind of unpack that and, and really start, um, you know, making you aware of those parts of the situation where you still have some agency, even though you don't feel like you do. Um, stoicism and coaching. Uh, it's not a happy go lucky type of philosophy. It's not, you know, just positivity for positivity's sake. Right. Um, it really is about a different way of using, living. It's, uh, it's supposed to be useful. It's supposed to be practical, right? It's supposed to be something that you can apply in a uh, intentional, strategic way on a daily basis that will actually improve your life by first improving, right, how you view your life, the story you tell you, yourself about your life, right, what you think is possible, what you hope for. Right? Ultimately, those things will affect your feelings and they'll affect the things that you do. Because if you're happy or sad, if you're scared or excited, you know, you are going to take a different set of actions based off of those emotions. Um, 
the other thing that it does is it softens you against resisting um, certain things about the circumstance by actively working to be accepting and to be curious about how this particular circumstance might um, be for me rather than something that's happening to me, right? This allows you to, to stop resisting what's happening, right? And in fact, that phrase, amor fatis, is probably um, more closely aligned with saying, you know, adore or embrace, right, your fate, right? Carl Jung said, that which we resist, persist. And that's the principle here, that you're avoiding uh, uh, your feelings about the situation, you're avoiding your thoughts about the situation, um, you know, trying to suppress all of those things, right? That resistance is only causing, you know, the, the thorn to dig in deeper, and, and it's going to cause that, that frustration to persist the way through it, the way through it is simply to go through it quite literally right and we've talked about that before my process um, is to view the situation in as neutral way as possible right I'll ask myself if I'm angry about something like the circumstance we talked about earlier is is it true right do I know it's true right I ask myself is it possible that something else could be true also, right? Just like people rarely always say something or never say something, uh, it's also the case that people may do it more frequently because of the situations they're in, right? So maybe someone's doing it more frequently and that's what's upsetting to you. And we can get a little more specific about what is actually happening that's, um, that's troubling you, right? And then we can start to look at how that same situation could be viewed, you know, from a place of reasonableness to the observer differently. Someone growing up in a different culture, someone growing up at a different time, right? A different value system and why they might not view that same set of actions with the same weight and color. And it's this, these beginning steps that are really uh, the key, right? It's developing awareness of how this works in a functional, practical way, right? And it's having both um, the tools, um, the linguistics, um, you know, and, and uh, some practical application as to, you know, how to work your way through these things. So, like I said for myself, I journal a lot. I write them down. Um, I will do what we call models on our on my own thinking. Um, I do see other coaches and and get these thoughts reflected back to me to help me get clear, right? I use all of the above, um, but it's all available to you as well. And as a coach, I offer this to you that uh, if you have something, some situation that you are struggling with, I would encourage you to reach out and contact me. I can help. And I look forward to talking to you. Take care. Thank you for joining us. Share this episode with friends, families, and others in the fight. We'd love to hear from you. What's your story? 
What are your thoughts, experiences, and what would you like to hear discussed? Reach out at www.coachingyouthrough.com. That's coachingyouthrough, with the letter U, dot com.